Here we are. Here we are. You can speak. Like What do you mean? Like project. You feel like you got to be quiet because we're in the living room? Yeah. Voila, I do. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like a different... It's a different setting, so yeah. you feel like you got to... You can project. I, I implore you. all right not that much um yeah so if you guys haven't noticed for december this is where our new spot is this is our new set for the month of december yeah uh so you're y'all are gonna get for people who are watching either on youtube or on patreon the full episode on patreon you're gonna be seeing us in front of our tree for the next couple of episodes yeah how exciting. I like it. I love this new feel. It's a, I know. It's home. It feels cozy. I like this. We, can we do this from now on? Yeah, but what are we going to do when we bring everything down? Like the tree? Yeah. That's going to make me sad when it's over. Yeah. But we have we to c- find something new. We could still record. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I like these chairs, though. Can we tell everybody where these chairs are from or yeah. no? <laughs> <laughs> These chairs are outside Adirondack chairs that me and Jaylon got from Stop and Shop or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, over the summer because we wanted to put them outside on the deck, so we we had somewhere to like sit and relax. Yeah, outside, and we brought them in. We put blankets on them to make them cozy. Yeah, to make them look like little chairs. Yeah, we pulled it off. We All right. did well enough about where our setting looks we gotta do our patreon shout outs yes that's always a must so this episode we want to shout out maria olson Alyssa marie veronica and jamie gerbino thank you guys for being patrons we appreciate all your support and love um and yeah so This week's episode was actually prompted by another patron and follower and friend of mine Mm -hmm. um, who uh, asked the question. I don't know. I don't have her question verbatim, but she asked, like, how do you rationalize or explain the isolation that comes with healing? Mm. Okay. And... I had to think on it for a second. Um, but like, you know how a lot of people, a lot of like even therapists and trauma therapists will say like healing can be a very isolating thing. Yes. But I feel like that statement alone is mm-hmm. very dangerous. Absolutely. To say. Yeah. Because then it makes people feel like, okay, it's normal to isolate yourself. Right. Mm-mm. And I think what I want to do, what's up? if you're okay with it, is just explain and kind of rationalize what I believe these therapists and ethical life coaches are talking about when they say that healing can be isolating. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. So I want to start with the analogy of chemotherapy. Oh, okay. What does chemotherapy do? Cures cancer. Well, (laughs) it treats it. Right. But what does it do to the cancer? It kills it. Right. Yeah. But what other cells in your body does chemotherapy kill? Your good cells. Right. It kills it all. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So to me, that's isolation. Mm -hmm. That is literal isolation. When you're isolating yourself or you're being isolated, you are literally keeping the toxicity out Mm -hmm. just by definition. Because if I stayed in in our room for the next month, you bet your sweet ass that for the next month, I wouldn't have any toxicity enter my, my life because I wouldn't leave my room. Right. But... I also wouldn't have any good times. I wouldn't have, if I left you out of my room, we wouldn't have any sex. But it goes deeper than that mentally. Like, 
right it's almost like a prisoner in itself like they lose their shit and they don't know what day it is and what time it is because they're locked up mentally yes it's not healthy absolutely and that is the danger of isolation yes but why i feel as if the the phrase healing can be isolated needs clarification is because of the dangers of that sort of isolation yeah you can cut the entire when people say when people who are well-meaning and well-versed on this topic say that healing is or can be isolating they're not talking about cutting off people yes there are moments where you're going to need to cut Mm -hmm. off toxic people in your life absolutely and you're going to need to walk away like i've done that with Mm -hmm. my father and and stuff like that I've been keeping my father at arm's length since I'm in my 20s, you know? So, yeah, that's that's an aspect of it, but it's a very small aspect of that that isolation that's being talked about. Right. The real isolation is mental Mm -hmm. and emotional because when you start to become aware of your surroundings and you start to become aware of the whatever it is the culture you grew up in or the people you grew up with or the abuse that you had to face whatever and nobody else in your life is as aware you feel all alone oh yeah of course you do does that mean you cut those people off no as long as they're not pieces of garbage you're fine right and i think that's what well-meaning people mean when they say healing can be isolating and i think that not well-meaning people take that phrase and run with it Mm -hmm. and try to i feel like they try to convince you that that's the normal and it's not the normal that you have to cut people off and you have to do all of this stuff in order to heal that's not true cutting toxicity off yeah it's it's absolutely necessary for anybody if you're being abused if you're in a really a genuinely toxic situation it's probably in your best interest to cut that off or at the very least keep it within arm's length right but it is not realistic to treat your the people in your life as if they are under chemotherapy And that means exterminating every single person in your life under the guise of, oh, I'm healing. This is my healing journey. Yeah. I'm just That's actually the most unhealed. Right. That's very unhealthy and very unsafe to Mm -hmm. do because we are human beings. And and, I mean, if you look at Maslow, have you heard ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? No. It's a pyramid which states like basically all we need as human beings to survive. And at the very bottom is our basic, basic needs, which is food Mm -hmm. and all our our physical needs. But at some point in the pyramid, and it's not far up, we need connection. We need love and belonging. Mm -hmm. We need to, we need that. Yeah, of course. That's human the, interaction we need exactly support that's almost like um let's say a mom who just had a baby and she's stuck home 24 7 with this infant and when before she had the baby she was working that's how i was i remember before i gave birth to eliza i was always working and then gave birth and now i'm this 24 hour mom stuck home 24 7 and when it came time like as time went on i was get i mentally i was getting worse and worse like i started having postpartum depression and that's the same thing you're i was isolating myself because here i can't take my newborn anywhere like they can't be out of the house i wanted to protect her um but at the same time i'm doing harm to myself because i'm not getting self-care for myself to say hey let me go out and go do what i need to do take care of myself let me go out and have friends and just go out to eat i didn't have that so mentally it does it fucks with your head right if you don't have that human connection so i just want to really drive that point home that yes healing is very it can be very isolating in the brain 
And there are going to be times in life where you need to keep toxic people around. What if you married a toxic person and now you have kids with this person, but you're divorced? You can't just cut off that toxic person that you're dealing with. Yeah, that's going to be there for the next 18 years. Right. And I mean, presumably for the rest of your children's lives, Mm -hmm. you're going to in some capacity have to to deal deal with with that toxic person. You're absolutely right. So there are moments in life as well where we don't have a fucking choice. Mm -hmm. And so this whole healing journey of like, I need to cut this thing out and complete. Sometimes you don't have that option or that privilege to just cut that thing out or cut that person out. And so that's where therapy comes in to help you cope with those things and help you better handle those situations. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, again, ethical life coaches who actually want to do good work for their clients and help and actually want to help their clients get past certain obstacles and actually have the credentials and the know-how. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I These are people that can help. I mean, again, my father, I finally had to keep him. I've, I've been keeping my father at arm's length for as long as I can remember because of a, for a lot of reasons. And I just recently went no contact recently. Yeah. Doesn't mean I didn't have boundaries up. I've been maintaining boundaries for at least seven, eight years with my dad about certain things, you know, mm-hmm. but I reached a point in myself. And this is another point I want to drive home. I reached a point in myself where I was like, okay, I'm no longer willing to put up with any of this anymore because right. there's no, there's nothing, right? But the point I want to make there is everybody has their own threshold of shit that they're willing to put up with. Right. Right? So like you, take our relationship for instance. hmm you're okay with me calling you a bitch when we're joking. Yeah. I don't want to call you. Like, to me, I find it di- I find it disrespectful. Even when we're joking? Yes. Like, I find it disrespectful when we're not. But you've yeah. never called me out of my name. But I've never called you a name. No, in general. Yeah, no, you haven't. I, yeah. But I have playfully been like, bitch. And it doesn't bother me. But for me it's disrespectful to do to you why uh relationship a past relationship i had i used to joke like that yeah me and this bitch over here and i was with my ex and i had her meet my coworkers at a thing and i was drunk or whatever yeah not gonna lie i think that's a little not okay what that what's not okay the way you called her a bitch in front of the coworkers. yeah because if that is that the first time she's meeting them yeah yeah well as much as i don't care for the girl like there there is some things like i can't hate like be like oh she has no right sense of humor. right you know what i mean no 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 and i totally understand that like in, in certain contexts yeah but if it were you and we were on in the same situation it wouldn't have escalated no. the way it did. Like she, when I tell you we got to the car and she flipped out, like flipped, screaming at me. Right. You wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. You, I would just have literally told you like that hurt my feelings. I would have right. stayed quiet because you know me. I would have like not said anything and like kept to myself. And you, you would have like nagged me the whole time to find out what it was. But yeah. when I'd open up, I'd probably tell you like, oh, that kind of hurt. <laughs> Yeah. wasn't cool you wouldn't have screamed at no. me and no, no, berated no. me no no and so i have trauma really like from it so do you think like if you did do that like i would no or? it just makes now it just makes me uncomfortable and i also have grown up i mean i was 24 yeah. in that relationship it's 10 years later true i've grown maturing. up i don't think it's appropriate for me to 
refer to somebody that I respect in the way that I respect you as a bitch. Like if it's a girl that I don't fucking care for and I mm-hmm. think is a twat, I'll, I'll say it like, yeah, you're a cunt. Right. You know, but I would never you say would that. You use that, that, that. See you next There Tuesday? are some people out there that, yeah, I think deserve that fucking word. Absolutely. There you are know some. what? I have to agree with you. Amen. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I'll absolutely most of the time i'll say twat oh twitty, like, witty, twat. she's a fucking twat like you know what i mean but as far as you my girlfriend the love of my life the person who is the most important to me no i'm not joking around like that with you and maybe call me a, a stickler call me an old man but that's my threshold for you i respect that though right because even though I could possibly joke like that with you, if you don't feel like that's right for you to speak to me that way, even if it isn't joking way, I respect that. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, because the point I'm trying to make is we have, every person has a different threshold of what they're willing to put up with. Mm-hmm. And some people, it's very low, that threshold. And some people don't, really realize they have a threshold and they just allow any fucking little thing to fly in their relationship right and make excuses for it whatever you know Mm -hmm. but the point is that we have to figure those thresholds out ourselves right i can't tell you what your threshold is with your family Mm. any more than you could tell me what my threshold should be with mine right or with each other i can't tell you what your threshold should be with me like oh well you should be okay with that the fuck not i shouldn't i can't i can't do that Mm -hmm. that's me shitting on your boundaries yeah no i agree with that and so what i'm trying to say is you the listener the viewer might have a different threshold than me than jaylon and that's okay yeah if you're out here like, uh-uh, I would never fucking put up with that cut, that's fine. As long as you are making that decision for yourself, perfectly fine. Right. And you make it, like Tori said, for yourself. Like, you are allowed to speak up. Like, if you have someone in your ear and basically constantly telling you that person's wrong, that person's wrong, that you have a right to say, uh, no, they're, no. You know what I mean? Like you're allowed yeah. to speak up in your relationship. And if you feel like you can't speak up in it or in your, whether it be a, a partnership or it be a fucking friend, mother, mother. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if that person is constantly trying to control you and who you have in your life, you have the right to speak up. And if those people get mad that you're speaking up, then those are the type of people you don't want in your, those are the type we call yes men. They want you to just do whatever they expect you to do for them. Yeah. And that doesn't, I don't know, that doesn't fly for me. No, same. Me and you had this discussion because, you know, I I wanted, I've also gone no contact with my little sister Mm -hmm. because of certain things that had to do with my dad. Mm -hmm. And recently I was like, you know what, I want to reach out. Yeah. And you expressed how you felt as if I was disrespected in that situation. And remember I said mm-hmm. to you, I was like, well, this is my decision. You know, I, I would never tell you, you know, I felt like you were disrespected X, Y, Z. So therefore, I don't think you should X, Y, Z with any one of your family members or, or maybe a friend. Because I think friends are different. Because, like, you have absolutely been like, that friend is shit. Yeah. And I've been like, yeah, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel like when it comes to family, my thing with you is I don't want to see you get hurt because the, th- the vile shit that was said by your little sister that shouldn't have never been said, that I don't like. And I get it. You get in the heat of the moment. People say some fucked up shit. I get it. Right. But, but have you ever had vile shit said about? Absolutely. Absolutely. We both have. And that was a dumb question. Right. But in the end of the day, it's your choice. And I hope it works out. I really, Valai, I hope it works out because I know what family means to me. So. Right. In all aspects, I hope it works out. Yeah. 
And my point is this. My point is, and this is something a therapist always told me as well, is not only can boundaries be set, but they can be maintained and adjusted. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are not, I set this and then it's done. You can set a boundary with somebody and then again, with your own autonomy and choice, either draw back the boundary or put ev- an even bigger boundary uh, you know, up. Right. The point is, it's your choice and it doesn't always have to end in complete fucking cutoffs and isolation. That is not what people, rational-minded people mean when they say the healing journey can be isolating. For As somebody who has gone through the spiritual awakening you know, process, and by the way, you don't just go through one awakening and you're just like, well, I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> you go through multiple, and whether you want to call it spiritual awakenings or just plain old fucking growth from going through some shit you name it whatever the fuck you want to name it you know nobody's got um, a monopoly on these terms and shit like that right however whatever feels good to you use those terms but once you wake up to certain things and you become more aware of certain things and see certain things for really like the veil is lifted and you can see things and people in your life for what and who they really are. If you're surrounded by people who are not as aware as you, maybe they haven't just, maybe they just haven't woken up to the the same trauma as you, or maybe they haven't gone through the same shit as you. And that's fine. We're all on different levels, you know? that can be isolating that can make you feel i felt like the lone fuck you know this Hmm. i felt like the lone ranger with my father yeah you did for so many years yeah with when it came to both my sisters Mm -hmm. i was the only one who could see the manipulation who would call it out who would keep him at arm's length and not enable my stepmother to continue drinking Mm -hmm. i was the only one and so yeah i was fucking alone and i felt alone i felt like i had zero support from my sisters right i had the love i had support from them in other ways i think sometimes it takes it to hit home for them to realize what's happening yeah absolutely going back to the threshold thing that's exactly the point Mm -hmm. my sister's threshold my older sister's threshold with my father was a little bit higher than mine mine was fuck around and find out and my sister's was fuck around and maybe fuck around a couple more times and possibly a couple more times after that and then find out well it had to take it involving their kids right because your sister goes hard for her kids like she reminds me of me so I get it, you know, like you, and it is your dad. So at the end of the day, it's like you, you want to keep giving chances after chance after chance because you're hoping for the best. You're hoping mm-hmm. that you can still have a relationship and your kids can, her kids can have their grandfather in their life. You know what I mean? Right. So I get it why it took a while, but then when the kids got involved and how everything played out, that was enough for her. Yeah. And it's respected. You know, I know. Absolutely. I respect it. The, uh, and what I want to say is even with our cutoff, my sister has now gotten to a point where she's cut my father off Mm -hmm. as well. She's reached her wits end. She's, she's now awake to certain things. Also seeing it from your point of view. Right. She's right. I I don't, I don't feel as alone. I don't feel, you know, because you can sometimes feel like, oh shit, I'm the difficult one. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, when, yeah. every, when everybody else is kind of falling in line, you're like, oh, fuck. I never shit on my sister for where she was. I never debted her for it. Right. I never made her feel like shit. 
we uh, and i know this for a fact because this was all happening too when i was when we were first right. together and she still had a relationship while you were pulling back right we and navigated you, it right and you and her were you on were terms. right and, and excellent you guys stayed in like communicated she with whatever was going on she supported me in my wanting to or feeling like i needed to cut ties yeah and i supported her in not being there yet right the, of course you know because the two can exist in the same place absolutely um but even now that we are pretty much on the same page i'm a little bit more of a hard ass when it comes to that shit you know when it comes to him than she is she's more easily manipulated and mm -hmm. it, whatever right even with that she's still we still have different thresholds and and we still have different ways of navigating it yeah like we were talking the other day and she's my father's birthday is december 4th and she was like do you think i should text him and i'm like did he text you for your birthday and she's like no and i'm like okay well there's your fucking answer mm. i was like i'm not gonna text him and she's like i think i'm just gonna you know do the right thing i'm like okay right and that's respectful. i it's don't fine. agree you can go ahead i'm right. not gonna do that for myself but if that's what you feel you need to do then do it right and that was our convert i mean like we had a, a obviously more of a conversation about it but that was the extent of it. It wasn't a guilt trip of like. Right. You weren't like making her feel like shit for doing it. And it's right. like, no, we're supposed to be on the same team. We're supposed to agree on this together. Like he's right. an asshole. No. You feel how you want to feel like, and I'm going to feel how I want to oh, feel. Oh, you reaching out to him will be a slap in my face. Like, no, right. your relationship with our father has nothing to do with me. Just like my relationship with him has nothing to do with you. Right. There were very many moments where my sister and I fought because i felt like she didn't have my back enough that's a different story though right that's like a whole different but you're not getting mad at her for having a relationship with somebody no you can have your relationship but if my name gets brought up i need you, you to defend back me. me up the right. way i defend you exactly yeah no there's those like, are two I've, different things. i feel like i've gone to fucking verbal bat for my sister whereas i felt like my sister would when my whole family was looking at me like I was the difficult one and the asshole and I'm crazy and I need help and this and that. Like that's my whole, my father, you you heard my right. aunt say it to me. Right. My whole father's side thinks that. Right. You know, I'm just a difficult piece of shit. Um, my sister, instead of being like, fuck all of you guys, that's my sister. And I know for a fact she's not fucking crazy would kind of be like, well, I know Tori shouldn't have said this and Tori shouldn't have... No, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Right. Just like everybody else can. Right. When they If you can come you, up to me yeah. at a party, if you can come up to me and my girlfriend at a party and completely fucking blatantly disrespect us both, then I can get on my podcast and fucking talk about how you did it. Right, absolutely. Now my problem, you don't know how to work this shit. Start your own podcast if it bothers you. <laughs> and talk about your crazy niece if that's what you want to do. Go wild you know what i mean <laughs> no i i respect that like yeah. you know <laughs> again thresholds right but my point is that the whole point of this episode is healing can be isolating not in the way that you fucking think not in the way that rational minded people think you as a human and I just want to really drive this home. You as a human need other humans. Mm -hmm. Whether it is, and humans outside of our relationship, your, your <laughs> romantic oh, yeah. relationship and children. Like I want Jaylon to go see her family or go have, f make friends. How I'm always telling you that I want, to go see my family and see my friends um, outside of Jaylon. Yeah, we do a lot of things together and we will continue to. She's going to be my wife someday. But I recognize that we need other connections outside of each other in order to really 
even connect with each other. Yes. Because when I have my friends or my family and I'm talking and having conversations outside of Tori, when we come together, there's something for us to talk about. Right. There's something for us to connect about. If it's just constantly me and Tori, what the fuck do we have to talk about? To talk about. We're going to be right. sitting on our, laying in our bed, TikTok you, TikTok me over here with our backs turned. Yeah. And I don't want that relationship. I really don't. I feel like that's when it's an issue for me. I mean, we do that now. I know, but it's not, we have our conversations. I mean, yeah. Like we're healthy, babe. Yeah. You know, like I, you're going away this next weekend. Like, yeah. And that's fine. I'm going to do my own thing. And then when we meet up, we have a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And I think that's healthy. It is healthy. It's absolutely healthy. And so, okay. So what do you think about the healing is isolating sort of topic? I think when you hear that, those are red fucking flags. Somebody's telling you that healing means isolation and just, you know, it's just you and me again. It's just that's it me and you tori there ain't nobody else that's fucking that if you told me that shit if you said jaylon it's just me and you i love you i no one loves you the way i love you and you're i would think there's you're you're fucking crazy yeah i mean there are a lot of red maybe we should do an episode about that like red flags on how to tell that you're being isolated and controlled absolutely um, I feel like we're kind of like driving the point home, but yeah, the telltale signs are like nobody's gonna love you the way that I love you. Everybody around you, they don't care about you. They don't care about your best interests. They're just using you, or they, they, they just. Everybody was using me to my ex. Right. Everybody. Everybody. My family, my ex told me my, my mom and my sister were the issue. Yeah. But I mean, again, I'm consistently bringing that up because that was the one fucking relationship that really, um, that really changed my brain chemistry quite literally. Mm -hmm. But these were some of the things that she would say, like, she didn't say healing though. She would say, you know relationships your adult relationships are isolating you're supposed it's supposed to just be me and you it's supposed to just be the two of us and so we can start our family and we don't need anything else and i'm like i will forever fucking need my family what are you when i am 60 and my mother is 175 and still walking this earth because god knows she's always gonna be here I like I'm still going to need my mom and my sister. That's never going to change. I could marry you tomorrow. And yes, we have our life here and I love I love the kids and I love you. But I will always need my family around. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think um the healing is isolate. I don't know if we should come up with a different way to say it. Healing can be mentally isolating, I think is a better way to say it. Because I think a lot of people who don't recognize it or aren't haven't fully gone through it think it means cut every single person off that pisses you off. Right. Anybody that just makes you angry or stirs up a negative emotion in you, they just gotta go. One little, though that's why I call those people yes men. Like you have to do everything. They want you to do what they want you to do. You yeah. have to go and abide by their fucking rules. And if you don't, they throw it over your head. Don't forget, I did A, B, and C for you because it's a control thing. Yeah. Well, right, 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 right. Those those people who who feel the need to cut others off when it ju- you just stir up a tiny little emotion in them. Um. Those people want unconditional loyalty right and that doesn't exist i I, like i said i love you very much but if you i wouldn't I, i wouldn't if you did something completely disgusting 
to another person and asked me to lie about it, I would really have to question that. You don't have my unconditional loyalty. You have my loyalty, but if but as long as you're a good fucking right, person, but it it go to an extent. Right, as long as you're right. acting in a moral. You go and murder somebody and tell me to cover for you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's not my problem. Fuck Actually, you. I'm turning your ass in. Because I don't know if I'd turn yeah, you in. Yeah, I wouldn't turn you in. That's snitching. But, but I ain't covering for you. No. If, and if the police call me in to question, I'm not lying for you either. You fucking did that. Right. And what kind of person would you be if you ask, if you put me in that position? Right. Do I love you enough to put you in that position? No, because if I love you enough, I wouldn't do something like that. You're saying, yes, you do love me enough to no, not saying, put me in that right, position. Like I'm saying, I love you, yes, but not to do that to you. Okay. You know what I mean? No. Like I love you so much, Tori, that I won't do that to you. Yeah, that that's what I thought you meant. But the That's way what you I'm said, saying. Why, how did I say you it? You said it like English wasn't your first language. <laughs> <laughs> How do I say it? You said, I, I don't love you enough I to did? put you in that position. Yeah, that's what you said. I love you enough to, to not, not put, put you, you in that, in that position. position. Yes. Sorry. I know what you, you meant. Thanks. For the record, English is not her first language. No. So, so just bear with me. Yeah, just give her a break, y'all. It's okay. I have gas. Sometimes she <laughs> screws up <laughs> <laughs> words. It's fine. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, no, I wouldn't put you in a position like that, especially when you love somebody. You right. Do that. that that's and that's what I I obviously know you were saying is when you love somebody that much, you don't put them in that type of position. Right. But the but what I'm trying to say is somebody who wants your un conditional loyalty to them that's not a that's not realistic Mm -mm. and b that is somebody who is narcissistic in nature i believe and again i know a lot of people who i've tried to call out are like all tori does is call people narcissists well there's a lot of them out there what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) well i've had a lot of (laughs) run-ins um But like, yeah, I do use the term a lot religiously. And I think the reason why is because for a very long time, I was mistaking narcissistic abuse with just literal relationship abuse. Mm-hmm. There's, they're two different things, obviously. But I think it is very, um, it is it is a very narcissistic trait to want somebody or everybody to be in your life and have completely unconditional loyalty to you regardless. Yeah. AKA you can be a complete shitbag of a human being and nobody around you is going to call you out or even say boo about it mm-hmm. because if they do they feel your wrath and you probably cut them off. Like I think that's just not a realistic scenario. Right. I don't either. I want I want somebody to call me out, but here's the thing. I also know myself, right? I'm also very aware of my flaws. I beat myself up on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. I'm aware of my strengths and my weaknesses, hyper aware. So if somebody comes to me and says, you're doing X, Y, Z, and I know for a fact I'm not doing X, Y, Z because that's just not what's happening. Right. I'm not going to sit there and be like, yes, master, you're right. I'm doing X, Y, Z. I'm going to fucking defend myself. Right. I know I, 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 I know who I am. Mm-hmm. So nobody can tell me. Nobody can tell like. I'm also very self-aware, right? So like I know who I am, but I'm also self-aware. So like in our relationship, if you're saying I did something that bothered you, mm-hmm. I'll always take accountability for that. Right. Maybe I'll be stubborn at first and be like, well, I didn't feel like I was, whatever. I don't think you're like that though. Cause I've no. come to you and something bothers me and you're like, I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, 
But if, uh, you know, there are times where I'll, I can be a little stubborn, I'm sure. That's because you didn't take your nap. Yeah, most of the and time. And you're just a cranky little baby. A little elf. But if you tell me I'm doing something that I know for a fact I'm not doing, I'm not going to just look. I, I spent six years in a relationship doing that. I'm not going to look at you and be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm, right. I will never apologize for something I'm, I didn't fucking do. Right. No, absolutely not. Like not even uh, if I hurt, if I hurt your feelings and didn't realize I was hurting your feelings, I will apologize. for Right. That. Absolutely. That's not, that's not me saying, oh, I didn't do that. Cause I didn't realize I did it. No. If I didn't realize I did it, but I did it, I'm apologizing. Right. But if you're coming to me and you're saying, hey, you're doing X, Y, Z, and I know for a fucking fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that I didn't do that. What I'm trying to say is if you tell me something that I know I didn't do, I am going to defend myself and nobody's going to gaslight me anymore. Right. You know what I mean? I can spot it from a mile, from fucking seven miles away. So try again yeah <laughs> absolutely i could fucking sniff that shit out like there's that so i i don't believe that the healing journey is isolating the way that a lot of people believe it to be right you don't need to cut off your entire life Mm-mm. you see all these extreme people on like tiktok and they're like yeah i was going through my spiritual awakening and i just moved to fucking the middle of bumfuck america and left my whole family behind like that's not everybody's so maybe that works for that person that's not everybody's healing journey okay solitude is necessary being in your own energy yeah having your own space to reflect and self-discover yeah that's okay that's okay that's necessary right journaling figuring out how you're feeling like i i wish you 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 like when i was when i'm gone like i wish you did more of that like just like sat with yourself i don't have time to sit with myself i'm running around like a chicken with his head cut off no i know but like even at night in the like at night i like to like relax right you it's escapism for you no it's not it's like finally i get to relax and freaking play on my phone and do things that i want to do i mean i get that yeah so it has nothing to do with escaping i'm just like (sighs) i'm in bed now i could play with my phone yeah or now i could watch something on tv yeah i get that but all of those things are escapism like i fall into it too like sometimes you get so stressed out and you're so burnt out from everything that's going on that you want to escape from the reality of of all of the shit you have on your plate well, i think that you're trying to convince me of something that i don't feel i don't feel like i'm escaping anything oh sirens just keep going baby I don't feel like I'm escaping anything. I really literally fall into my bed and all I want to do is just decompress and like play on my phone or watch TV. It literally, I don't go and go, oh shit, I'm so stressed out. Neither do I. And like, here, let me turn on you don't TV have just so to, I don't think You don't about have it. to go, oh shit, I'm so stressed out. That, that dopamine rush that you get mm-hmm. from scrolling, it's addicting. And what happened, like the same way that the dopamine rush that you get when you drink alcohol is addicting. It's the same thing. And what are these things? Drinking, scrolling on your phone, whatever it is, checking out, checking out to watch true crime or whatever. Me and you do it together. We're escaping. I love that. We're checking out. Can we out. watch that tonight? I don't know if I want to watch that tonight, <laughs> to be quite honest. But like we're- I'll fall asleep. And you fall asleep to anything. That's true. But essentially we're escaping. You don't have to mindfully be like, I'm going to escape right now. 
<laughs> that's what i'm thinking no i'm thinking like okay so what do i want to escape from <laughs> no it's your way of checking out but that's that is escapism okay i don't and feel it like that but i'm just decompressing i don't feel it like that either when i'm scrolling incessantly on my phone you know what i mean mm-hmm. but essentially that's what it is it's our way of escaping the things that we have going on it's escapism I need to do better at reflect self-reflection too. That's why I started um, recording when nobody's home. I started recording for the Tori Franco show. Uh, YouTube Are channel. you plugging? Shameless plug. Yeah, no, we're not doing that here. You could save that for another spot. That's not fair. That is very fair. We're over here trying to promote extra gay. Extra gay makes our money and pays our bills. Tori Franco's show does not. So we could promote both. I'm not charging anybody to listen to the Tori Franco show. and I'm So leave this show, it. guys, and go watch Tori Franco's show no, for free. No, watch both. We're talking about escapism. So if y'all want an escape, you can watch the extra gay podcast, become a patron, and also, if you have time afterwards, go check out my YouTube channel. You're, Eventually, honestly, you're I have so hoe. much. I am a plugging hoe, but it, I have so much fucking going on right now that I haven't. I recorded a video maybe a week, a week or two ago, right before Thanksgiving. I still haven't edited or uploaded it because our podcast takes precedence. And so to school. And you're over here plugging. I'm just saying it's it was a good release for me to get off my chest a lot of things that I needed to get off my chest. Because self-reflection Why is Why don't inco- you get it off your chest here? This is your time to shine. Cool. Baby, self-reflection is reflection of your motherfucking self. Wow, bitch. <laughs> Not... Me reflecting with my girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? It's self-reflection. Live your life. Self-reflect. <laughs> Don't get mad that I want to self-reflect. <laughs> I'm just saying we both need... Yes, I, I see. I'm just saying some of the best... This is this is real, like, true... like Real talk. Real talk right now. Some of the best and most awakening moments of my life were when I was in solitude and I had nobody else around me. Isn't that called isolation? No. Solitude is different. Explain solitude then because now I'm confused. The difference between solitude and isolation is this and this alone. You're not cutting anybody off when you're in solitude. You're letting people know in your life, your support system, who is very much so, still very much there and present, Hey guys, love y'all, but I'm checking out for a, like a week or two because I just need to decompress and self-reflect and do some self-care and I need to really get my energy back to center and being a part of the hustle and bustle and you calling me when you need to vent about this dickhead and you calling me when you need a reading about that dickhead or whatever doesn't work for me. So I need to decompress and relax so if y'all don't hear from me if i don't come out for the next two weeks nothing's wrong with me i love y'all we can still chat like you can still keep in touch with me but i'm i'm gonna be focusing on myself for the next week week and a half two weeks i'm unplugging from social media for a little bit i'm only gonna go on when I need to post something or whatever, I'm not going to scroll on TikTok. I'm going to be very mindful of where I put my focus. That's solitude. Isolation is fuck all you bitches. I hate y'all. Y'all are energy vampires. Peace out. Sucks to suck. Never speaking to you again. That's the difference. Damn. Okay. Thanks for explaining that. I really didn't know that. No, realistically, that's what it is. Solitude is solitude is so fucking healing. Isolation, not so much. Solitude, oh my god. You want to learn a lot about yourself? Take time to yourself. 
how do you learn about like how do you learn about something without spending time with it how do i learn social work without spending time with the subject so if you're trying to learn yourself you need to spend time with yourself and by yourself okay i respect that mad respect bro hashtag solitude yeah solitude is where it's at isolation is where it gets i'm solituding from you that's honestly that would be fine for for me wow if you came want time away from me like that's not what i'm saying i respect you and i love you and whatever you need for your mental health is more important than whatever i may need because i can provide what i need emotionally to myself and physically and physically if need be what what not as good as you provided what (laughs) (laughs) what do you understand what i'm saying we should name it okay we'll name it off camera okay (laughs) okay do you understand so that's what why we know what we're talking about okay do you want do you know just kidding just kidding go go go, <laughs> go. Bob i'm Ross fucking socks with you on by the way oh why do you the hate murderer? Bob? no really he's a serial killer he's not a fucking serial killer Whoever told you, you watched that is a liar you saw one fucking meme okay and it makes a lot of sense no it doesn't all of his all of his you could make portraits any- are the same you why could make- is he's why is he making the same portrait he's letting you know their bodies are here by the creek you can make running stream you can make anything make sense do you understand that yeah i just did no i'm saying you can make literally anything make sense there's a whole community of people who believe the earth is fucking flat well that's silly because how is that silly i I think it's silly that bob ross i'll tell you why that's silly because people who have gone on rocket ships even planes you could see that how do you know they're not lying have you ever been on a rocket ship i haven't but i've been on a plane and that shit looks round just because it looks round it's good enough for me am i a flat earther you're a flat earther i don't know you'll never you're over here defending flat earthers well you're over here shitting on bob ross who's bob ross he is a beautiful i don't care (laughs) 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 not gonna lie he's talented but he he probably sliced you see the red he uses it's probably real blood you're (sighs) this is why we can't watch true crime anymore before we go to sleep he probably buries people by those trees that the he fact draws. that you're whispering not into the microphone right now <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna whisper you gotta bring the mic closer to your face not not further away so once upon a time no what what i was trying to say mm-hmm. is that if you came to me and said baby i'm really under a lot of stress right now and I need a little time to myself, I would gladly get out of your way. I actually am going to consider this. I actually like it. Genuinely. Yeah. If let's say the kids were gone all weekend and you said to me, baby, I need time for myself. Mm -hmm. I'd be... Actually, that might happen next weekend. You're going to leave next weekend. I think the kids won't be here. I'm just going to i think you're oh my god i'm gonna go to sleep i'm I'm literally gonna hibernate do you think you're afraid to be by yourself no no i used to be sometimes i kind of still am i'm not gonna lie but i used to be very afraid of being alone you and i are so different in that because i love being in my own energy well you are used to that i'm not i had my parents when i was born up until the age of 18 mm-hmm. okay and then i moved out and got married for another 15 years and had everything and then now i'm here and before you came into this apartment i was alone because a lot of the time like in the first week of the getting the apartment i had to be here by myself because i was having to clean it and get it ready for the kids so when i first moved in that night i remember hyperventilating crying like you saw me yes i did because i wasn't used to it the second i was alone 
Well, I think still when I go to my family and you're like to my families and you're not with me, you still, I still sense a little bit of like anxiousness. No, I think I just miss you. I'm not anxious. I just miss miss you. you too, baby. Yeah. But I want you, I don't want you to want me to be away. I want you to want to spend time by yourself no i'm i'm uh, that's that's what's gonna happen next weekend okay i love which that which i'm excited about but that's what i'm saying if i came to you and i said don't pick up don't call me okay if i came to you and i said <laughs> i'm serious I'm, I'm dead serious i think what if we did a whole weekend without talking to each other that's see you don't know the difference between isolation and solitude is that what you No, but you do all or nothing you want to either be enlarged up my asshole wow or excuse me mrs franco but i'm not lodged up anybody's asshole i live my life i'm not saying you don't live your life you live your life to the fullest we know you live your life for other people baby i do you still are not living for jaylon Listen, I'm okay to not live my life for me right now. I'm not okay with it. You don't have to be. I don't want to right now. Right now, my focus is those two little... Your focus can be... Spirits Your focus can be your children, which it will always be. And you can also still give yourself self-care and have solid boundaries and have balance. Yeah. That's what I want for you. I don't want... I'm not saying like, you know whatever what i don't want is for you to wait six to eight years for your children to become adults 18 year olds for you to start taking care of yourself that's not okay you're not gonna be okay up to that point i'm not but i'm just saying like i love you do you very much okay and you're not i don't think you're used to somebody who loves you who wants you to really put your mental health and well-being first because you can't be a mother to those two if you get yourself to a point where you're sick or unwell how can you you know how they always say when you're on a plane if it's going down you put your oxygen mask first on and then you help whoever's next to you. What? That's fact. No. What do if you mean? If my no? kids are next to me or you're next to me, I'm giving my oxygen to you guys. And that's, then I'll no, take care of you. You can't. That's quote. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I'm giving my oxygen to my kids, Tori Franco. No. No. Yes. Baby, you're not listening. And this is the problem. Okay. The problem is you think. That you're doing the right thing, but you're I know not. I am. No, that's not. Well, the you're right. not. So if you're okay, because this is the only way I can relate. If, it. The, if, your if the plane was going down, was next to you, you're gonna take the oxygen before you give it to your. I niece have or to take the oxygen before giving it to my nieces and nephews. What? You know why? Why? Because if the fucking plane is going down, and there's three children that need me, right? And I don't put the oxygen on myself, and I just put it on, let's say, Lucas. And then I pass out from a lack of oxygen. Who's Who, Lucas is going to pass out? How's Lucas is going to How's Lucas going to pass out if I gave him my oxygen? Because he's not going to have oxygen. I just gave him my oxygen. But if you But I'm saying if you take the oxygen then Lucas passes nope, out. No, if I take the oxygen, then I'm awake and I can then take lucas's oxygen and give him his and then take ariana's oh, oxygen and t- but i would teach my kids that before we get on a plane the you're not understanding how do you pour okay <laughs> no legit it's not funny because this is why you're approaching burnout right now how do you pour from an empty cup can you tell me that you can't right so what do you have to do you have to fill the cup first before you can pour from it right okay and you have to, the, the cup has to essentially be overflowing because whatever water is in the cup is for the cup. Anything that overflows outside of the cup is for what's outside of the cup. So if your cup is completely empty, 
or almost empty, how do you give to, if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't give to you. You know it. When I'm in a bad mood or I'm in burnout and I'm not doing things for myself that I like, I can't be a partner to you. I can't, I can't give you 100% if I'm running on 30. I don't need you to be, though. I don't need you to be giving me 100% because I got me. You go ahead, you, take your nap, you have an answer. relax, live your life, and I will continue doing what I'm doing. Right, and what I'm trying to say to you is you have to start taking care of yourself first I am foremost. taking care of myself. Right. I wish you took care of yourself more. Okay. When the time is right, I will. When will the time be right? I don't know. When it feels right. I don't know. Right now, I have things I have to do. You're sp- Okay. You spread yourself a little too thin, baby. I know. Yeah, and that's not good. I know. So you have to start drawing boundaries and and taking care of yourself i will when the time like i said when the time is right right now it's not right because there's so much going on you know right but when the time is right and i can give my once everything is taken care of it's like all right what can i plan for myself now like i said i might do that this weekend right absolutely but i don't want it to just be a one and done thing i want you to weave it into your day-to-day well i can't because it's like hard like that you can't do it into the day-to-day like where do you find the time when you have two kids and a partner and like a job and the podcast and sports and you know what i mean where how can you like that's where my issue lies it's like how do i weave it in how do you weave it in 15 minutes a day if you find it either in the morning or at night you you make sure you have 15 to 30 minutes of uninterrupted time where you just get to not scroll on your phone, but you get to do some self-care thing, whether that's going for a 15-minute walk. I don't even want to, if it it's inc- cold. Okay, right, in the summer, fine. Even if that includes me, if that's what you want, by all means. A 15 to 30-minute thing that is Jaylon's and Jaylon's only. I don't interrupt you. The kids don't interrupt you. I like to color. There you go. Seriously. I should buy a coloring book. Buy, I will buy you a coloring book and crayons. And you put a timer on for 30 minutes every single day. That is Jaylon's coloring time. I love that. And the kids, they need something. They either got to get it themselves or if it will put them in danger, they can come. They can ask me if I'm home. But we all have to respect that is your time and nobody can take that from you. Can you do that? Yeah. I actually like that. You promise you're going to do that? Yeah. I'm going to go get me a coloring book. I know that sounds weird, but I actually love it. It's not weird at all. That's not weird at all. I find it relaxing. 30 minutes a day. Okay. I could do that. And it could be when Raya's reading and Liza goes upstairs or whatever. You have 30 minutes in the day. You set the timer. Just like Rye does with his reading, you sit down, you fucking color. Okay. I could do that. Okay. That's all I want. I want you to just fill your cup. I want you to fill your cup for me, before the kids. I want you to fill your cup. I love how this episode is like all over the place. I know. Sorry, this- guys. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Let's let's end it. Yeah, I think that's our cue. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of caught a glimpse of like... A little bit of a tiff. Yeah, not a tiff. What would you call it? Just, I want to be there to support you in that way. Like, you know, I want to, I want you to learn how to really be there for yourself. Yeah, I like that. Appreciate it. Because I see, what I see, what I notice about you, and this is what makes you such a beautiful person. You're such a pure heart. But you put everybody before you i do and that's not okay that's not okay and i don't want you to do that you don't that's not a requirement for you as a mother to do that it's not a requirement for you as a partner to do that it's actually the opposite you have to put yourself first in order to show up for us 
the way that you want to before we end it i'm just saying like when you get to a point of burnout so much it can affect others around you that's all i'm saying yeah so i agree all right well that's that i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um this one actually was a good one i think so i hope we answered i know we kind of the question she asked we went on a lot of tangents but we hope it makes some sort of sense all right we love you guys very much love you and everyone out there who's listening who's on the patreon we love you guys so much for supporting this podcast it keeps it going so thank you guys um and until next time bye bye (laughs) love you guys love you